Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Wrong thing. Give me one second here. <laughs> Let's try this one more time. Here we go. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. All right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. It's the Bart Winkler Show, not the big show, not yet. I'll be there for that too, but it is the Bart Winkler Show. Toby Altizer in for Bart Winkler today alongside Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. Earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. And it is 7 a.m., so what does that mean it is, Bart? It's the what's hot hour at breakfast time. No, that is not what it is, Bart. It means that it is the Wendy's what's for breakfast hour here on The Fan. Is it a Wendy's breakfast baconator combo day or a new Wendy's hot honey chicken biscuit combo day? Sweet with a kick of heat, any of the Wendy's breakfast combos. Now you know what's for breakfast at Wendy's. You can give us a call, 414-677-1250, if you want to hop in on the conversation as we continue talking about the Milwaukee Brewers and the frustrations that have come over the last couple of days. You talked about uh, we're celebrating a team. From the uh, a, a losing yeah from World, 1982 World Series, so mm-hmm. uh, I'll just play this one of my favorite clips from Bart over the uh, past week that he's been repeating. We just want to make sure that we cover this today as well. We are celebrating the 40th anniversary of a team that blew a lead in a World Series. <laughs> so just wanted to make sure we get that into love it, love it. I want to remind you too, though, real quick, that we got some special things coming up. Tomorrow and on Saturday, Leroy's officially received his gold jacket. The Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022 is going to be enshrined on Saturday. Make sure to tune into the Road to Canton show Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. here on The Fan with Bart Winkler to celebrate Leroy's career and his story being immortalized. And also make sure you tune in tomorrow for the Wendy's Big Show. They'll be broadcasting live from Canton with Gary Ellerson and Bart Winkler there as well. Make sure to tune in to that. All of this programming, The Road to Canton, is brought to you by Current Electric, Schneider National, and your local pick-and-save stores. 414-677-1250. Want to hear from Craig Council still and what he had to say after the game last night. Also want to hear from Devin Williams. We heard how sad and down he was after the trade. Well, last night he gets back out on the mounds and gives up a home run, breaks a scoreless streak, loses the game, all of those things we'll hear from Devin Williams as well. But want to hear from you guys as well, 414-677-1250. Let's get out to Bill and Iron River. Bill, what's going on? You're on the fan. Hey, Toby. Uh, they say lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place. But like I was telling Tim, I can remember when the Brewers let Paul Mulder go because they didn't want to pay for just a designated hitter. Who signed him? Do you remember who signed him? Um, Hello? I'm a little older, so I'm not going to remember that. Yeah, well, I'm 70. He was signed by the Toronto Blue Jays. You know who won oh, the yeah. World Series yep. that year? Blue Jays. Yeah, you know, and, I'm, and I was actually rooting for him because I was a big fan of Paul Muller, and I was glad he went someplace where he had a chance to win a World Series. And I feel the same way about Josh Hader right mm-hmm. now. I'll be rooting for the Padres. Because that guy has been a real pleasure 
for the uh, Milwaukee Brewer Nation, the fan base, and I, I, I wish him all the success, even if he has to face the Brewers, because I'd like to really stick it to Adonacio right now. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it, Bill. Yeah, I think that's how a lot of Brewers fans feel, is that they're frustrated with Adonacio and this team. I don't know if they'd go as far to say that they'd be cheering for the Padres if they met in a series, but I think a lot of fans are happy for Josh Hader, excited to see what he can do in San Diego, but they're sick of their own baseball team at this point. And it doesn't help that they continue to lose these baseball games that they should win. They really need to win today. You know, if Tim Allen, you know, we, we talk to him all the time and you hear from him and I don't always agree with his, oh, it's the biggest game of the year sort of thing that he does pretty much with every game, it seems like. But tonight, come on, you've got to win one against the Pirates at least, right? You can't get swept by the Pirates after trading Josh Hader. That's got to just destroy any morale left in that clubhouse and among the fan base. All we have to talk about right now with the Brewers is negative things. Negative, 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 negative. Give us something positive to talk about. Win the baseball game this afternoon. 414-677-1250. Let's get out to Dave and Cudahy. Dave, what's going on, man? Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on, Dave? Toby, Toby, what is there to be positive about with this Brewers club? That's what I'm saying. Nothing. There's nothing. That's why they got to win today. My, I'm having mental breaks at this point. My brain has been fracturing into like separate personas, and I've been yelling at myself in different voices just to try to like find any type of logical reasoning for the moves that have been done. And this is again coming from someone that wanted to trade Hater. But you did such an immensely terrible job at this. I don't know what you expected by making this move. You, I, I, there's just no chance that anyone in that front office thought the fan base was going to be okay with it, thought that the clubhouse was going to be okay with it. You know, it'd be one thing if you went out and you got Juan Soto with Josh Hader. Hell, you could have went out and got Josh Bell with Josh Hader, and maybe the clubhouse could have justified it. I, I don't remember who exactly it was that sent you that text, and it's like, well, they need to be professionals. You know, this is their job. Mm-hmm. Such. Well, well, guess what? The professionals just found out that this uh, six-month like, uh, season means absolutely nothing to this owner. means Nothing at all because they're just going to trade it away. They're shooting for playoffs, baby. That's all they want. They don't want World Series. They want a playoff. They want some extra games so that way they can make some extra revenue so that way you can go buy Norwich State Soccer Club or whatever the hell it is. I mean, it's just completely futile, and that's why they're defeated. I don't blame them at all. Can you imagine 100%. going to your job and just being like, yeah, you got four hours today on the radio, but it doesn't really matter uh, because we're just going to, you know, we're, we're going to translate it in Siberian and send it over to France so that way no one can absolutely, uh, <laughs> you know, actually listen. Like I said, I'm having a break right now. I'm. Well, and this is tough. Gone in like full Christopher Walken. This is tough coming from you, Dave. Usually you can find the positive spin on just about anything. And if you're bringing negativity, you know something's really been screwed up. Good luck. Try to find it. And if you did, then you can give me whatever recreational drugs you've been taking because there's just nothing positive here. <laughs> totally agree, Dave. Appreciate the phone call, man. All right. Have a good one. Dave and Cudahy, 414-677-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan got a tweet here from Tim. He says, Morning, Toby. I'd say good morning, but I'd be lying. So this is what blowing up an organization looks like. Mind puzzling. Well, at this point, just get rid of Burns, Woody. They're wasting their talent here. The Cardinals could use them. (laughs) Wow. I I don't agree with that, but he's right. How could you say good morning today? This Brewers team has essentially ripped all hope out of every Brewers fan and every Brewers player at this point out of their heart because they continue to do foolish things in the front office. 
You've already done it multiple times this season. We question the Keston Hero getting sent down to AAA. We talk about that, and we broke all the reasons down why that's stupid. The hottest player on your baseball team at the time he was sent down. He's hitting right-handers well, and you send him down because you're facing two lefties in a series, even though you're, you're facing two righties as well. So then that's a stupid move. So then now you trade your all-star closer, one of the best players in Major League Baseball at that position, probably the best, and you trade him away, and you get a rental of a guy who at one point was an all-star, wasn't this year, had just lost his closer's job. And look, Taylor Rogers. I don't want to just diminish him and make him seem like he's not worth anything. He is good. Taylor Rogers is very good. And he could step in here and be a very solid back end of the bullpen guy for the Brewers. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I've never seen Taylor Rogers do anything good. He, he's a good baseball player. He's a good pitcher. But he's not Josh Hader. So you trade away Hader, who you could have had for another year and a half if you chose to. At least he's got a year and a half of control. For a guy in Taylor Rogers, who you've only got through the end of this year. Then you get Robert Gasser who the Brewers say is an underrated arm at this point and could turn into something great, but a lot of guys only project him as middle to end the rotation type stuff. And I don't I, I don't know about you, Tim. When I'm trading away Josh Hader, I don't want, oh, this guy's kind of under the radar kind of thing. That's your throw-in guy. Yeah. That's the Denelson Lamette of this deal where, you know what, I'll take Gasser as a throw-in. I want one of your top guys when I am trading you Josh Hader. I want one of your top prospects, not some guy that I say, you know what, I'm going to be the smartest guy in the room, and guess what, this dude's actually really good. We're going to feel like we got a steal because we got this guy. When all, all the other organizations are like, really, that's the guy you wanted? So they get Gasser over, and then they're like, you know what, we need some bats. All right, we'll bring in Ruiz. Oh, yeah, he wasn't one of their top, you know, like, 15 prospects. He was barely one of their top 30 prospects. But, yeah, I mean, he, he's going to be awesome. He steals a lot of bags. Tim, um, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Do uh, do the Brewers steal a lot of bags? No. So then why are you going to be a base stealer? Is that right. part of your thing? Like, what, are, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to change your organizational philosophy by bringing in a guy in a Josh Hader trade? Like, what, what's the plan here? I know Christian Yelich steals bags. Does anyone else? So what, what what's the plan here? You'd say, okay, there's a clear... Problem in center field. You have Jonathan Davis, and you have Tyrone Taylor, and if you need to, you can throw on Andrew McCutcheon. So, okay, there's a clear problem in center field. How do we address that? By a guy who's probably not going to play this season. A guy that we're going to send to immediately to AAA. And so then you say, all right, is that it? No, we'll go ahead and get Denelson Lamette, too. At least he's a nice arm that a couple years ago had an ERA around two, and I, I think we get him in the Brewers organization, put him in the pitching lab, He'll be able to figure it out. Oh, what's that? We can't send him to AAA because he hit the five-year... Sur- Ooh, what are we going to do here? I guess we just got to DFA him because we didn't have room once we traded for Matt Bush. You didn't have to trade for Matt Bush either. I-, I-, I really don't understand what this baseball team is doing. I really don't get it. Did you not do your homework on this Nelson Lamette thing? Did it surprise you that you weren't able to option him? Because if that's the case, that's an utter failure. That's an excusable and a terrible failure. For you to trade for a guy in a deal where you're trading your all-star closer, Josh Hader, and for you to end up DFAing a guy that you got in that deal mere days after you completed that trade, what are you doing? What kind of plan do you have? Do you have any sort of direction for this organization? That is unacceptable behavior by the front office to do that sort of thing. And they're just going to get away with it. No problem. We, you know, it was a little bit of a tight roster crunch, you know, once we, once we brought over Matt Bush and once we don't. So then don't trade for Trevor Rosenthal. Don't do all these different things. You just brought in Jake McGee. Get rid of Jake McGee. Well, what, what's the plan here? If you're saying we got to add in some more reliever depth. So your idea of adding more reliever depth was getting rid of Josh Hader and bringing in Taylor Rogers, Jake McGee, Matt Bush, and Trevor Rosenthal? I'll pass. I'll just stick with Josh Hader and Devin Williams and Brad Boxberger at the end of my bullpen. If that was your plan, 
I would have just rather you did nothing and sold me on the idea that we're getting Freddie Peralta back and that's our trade deadline acquisition. I'd rather be complaining about that today and I can't believe the Brewers did nothing. I'd rather be complaining about that today because guess what? Even if I was argue, they were arguing that they got nothing and we're arguing about why in the world didn't they do a thing, we'd still have callers saying, you know what? This offense has been better. I think they've got enough. Right? What would the calls be like to, today, Tim, if the Brewers had done nothing at the deadline? Yeah, there'd be some negative. I wish we would have done this. I wish we would have done that. But we'd still have callers, at least a handful, that would call in and say, you know what? This Brewers team, they've still got Hader. They've still got Williams. They've still got these guys at the back end. And they've probably got enough offense, in my opinion. I think they've still got a chance. Yep, I agree 100%. I mean, obviously the offense is playing better as of late. This coming out of the All-Star break, so they would have said, yeah, you know, our big trade accu- acquisition was was this offense yeah. finally finding it. And so people would buy into that, and people would say, you know what, we're fine with this. But instead, we haven't had a single positive note from any of the callers so far today. I started to buy into it. I said, okay, well, maybe this offense is turning it around here. Maybe they can uh, get it together and make a little run here down the stretch. But nope. They just squashed that right away. It's unbelievable. It really is. And that's And it why has nothing to do with the offense. It yeah. has nothing to do with the offense. You're dead on. And nothing to do with the offense. The offense is still going out there and doing stuff, and they're still not winning baseball games. Sure would have been nice to have a Josh Hader last night. And even if he comes in and just gives you the same role as Taylor Rogers, would have been nice to have the clubhouse still upbeat like it usually is. Doesn't sound like it. This is just absurd what the Brewers have done to themselves, to their organization, to their fans, to their players, all because they decided to move Josh Hader for pennies on the dollar. I'm not all convinced that Williams will be the closer, too, the entire season, because you heard Council earlier. No, I agree on that. I think they're going to end up using a committee between him and Rodgers, and I don't even know how I feel about that. I don't even know that I care how I feel about that at this point, because what does it matter? They're just going to get into the playoffs if they do that and lose right away. Who cares who the closer is? The reason I care about my closer is because when I get into October, like someone else was saying, I was watching a little bit of the Dodgers game last night on MLB Network, and I thought, uh, I'm not sure who it was, but they they said it very well. When you look at a closer and you talk about someone that is going to come in in the postseason, you're talking about a guy that's going to come in and try and end someone's season if you're up in that final game. And you want fear in that guy. You say what you want about Josh Hader and what happened in 2019 against the Nationals. There was fear in the Nationals of having to face Josh Hader at the end of that game. Josh Hader didn't come through, but there was fear there. Is there any fear right now facing Devin Williams or Taylor Rogers Because they haven't shown that killer instinct yet. Because they haven't had a chance. You had a guy on the team that had that and Josh Hader and you just traded him away. I really don't like the direction they're headed. 414-677-1250. We'll get to some more of your phone calls next here on the Bart Winkler Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Tim Shea here on 1250 AM, The Fan. 1250 AM, The Fan. It's the Bart Winkler Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Tim Shea. Bart Winkler and Gary Ellerson are headed down to Canton today, so we'll catch up with them a little bit later. Also, make sure you tune into the big show tomorrow as they'll be broadcasting from Canton. Check that out. And then also check out Bart's 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Saturday morning as he celebrates Leroy going into the Hall of Fame later that day. The Road to Canton. Check that out. Brought to you by Current Electric, Pick and Save, and Schneider National. Also, make sure you never miss a moment from the Bart Winkler Show ever again. Download the Bart Winkler Show as a podcast and listen whenever and wherever works best for you with the free Odyssey app. 414-677-1250. I got nothing good to say about the Brewers. I don't think any of you have anything good to say about the Brewers, so let's complain together. 414-677-1250. Dan is in Racine. Dan, what's going on, man? Fellas, thanks for taking my call. I've uh, brought it down from yesterday, and the day before was uh, I fixed my grill. So things have gotten a little bit back to normal, and, you know, it just kind of puts you out there on why, as you get older, you stop following professional sports, I guess. Yeah. Only thing that really crossed my mind now is like, did Anastasio? Is anybody in his fan? Can anybody comment from that whole side of this? 
because what you're saying on the radio has even got me more shocked that you picked up maybe your future closer that's probably going to go to arbitration this year. Like, did Dan Astagio get one extra booster of his vaccine or something that we don't know about? Like, clearly this guy's not in his right mind. And No comment my on that. Thoughts, my thoughts on the whole fan base, we got to boycott. we got to stop filling the stands. You can get just as entertaining as some of the, a lot of the bars in Milwaukee, and we got to put this in this guy's pocket. Well, now. let's go and to the fans. Milkman. Let's go to Lake Country Dockhounds yeah. games. Drive up to I'm Appleton. Go and check out the Till Rats. That you screwed up. And quote, kudos to the um, heart hater. That dude's interview. This guy's man. I hate to face that guy. And you're right. When you got the when you're in the playoffs. And that guy comes in in the eighth or ninth. You know who Josh Hader is. Well, and I, I can tell you, Dan, as someone that is a Nationals fan, we've established that in that 2019 game. This is what I was thinking the entire time. They couldn't get the offense going. I was thinking, all right, we got one more inning till Hader comes in. Oh, game's over. Hader's coming in. Look, I know he didn't come through there, but that's the thought process of fans and probably players to an extent on the other team too. And now you're telling me you're going to get that out of Rodgers or out of Devin Williams? And look, I'm not saying that neither one of those guys are good and can't get to that point, but you had a guy that inflicted fear on every single team in Major League Baseball, and you just traded him away, and you did not get anything for him. You know, I thought this team was going to be special this year when they pick up McCutcheon's. I thought, man, anybody that – that dude, I follow that guy from the start of his season, and he's just been lights out against us. This guy can hit anything. He was like the super, Cecil Cooper of the 80s to me. Like, he's always on base. He's just a damn great baseball mm-hmm. player. And what a waste of this guy's talent now. I mean, shockingly – I mean, he's got probably five more years the way he's all, you know, toned up and he, he, can, he, he hits anything still. But he is not going to stay on his team. I mean, he's a one, one-year one contract, and he's going somewhere where, like most callers have said, teams that want to win. I mean, we really took first place away from these guys. It's shocking. It's just like it's like a fog, man. There's so many things in 2022 that have just been a fog, and this just compounds the whole nightmare. Yep, totally so agree. That's all I got, man, and um, thanks a lot for taking my call. Dan, appreciate it. 414-677-1250 if you want to hop in here as we continue to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. Again, 414-677-1250. They lose last night to the Pittsburgh Pirates, and hopefully they can get things turned around this afternoon as they, oh man, they, they need a win. They need a win. Usually, uh, again, I'm not with Tim Allen on biggest game of the year or something that's happening, you know, August or uh, a series in July or something like that. I'm all in today. They need to win today. You need some sort of positive energy before you come back to Milwaukee. And if this is what happens where they end up losing today, Tim, imagine this. They come back to Milwaukee after losing three straight to the Pirates, after trading their trading their all-star closer, closer, and then they end up celebrating a team that lost a World Series. Is that not the most loser thing you've ever heard? Ugh. That's a real possibility if they lose today. They're going to come back to Milwaukee after trading away closer, after hurting their own playoff hopes, after making three trades at the deadline and not improving their baseball team, after hurting team morale, lose three straight to the Pirates, and come home and celebrate a team that lost the World Series 40 years ago. And celebrating them for the, I believe now this will be the fourth time, the fourth celebration. That's absurd. (laughs) I did two of them, three of them. And I have no problem celebrating a team like that, but it makes you seem like such a loser franchise if that's how you end up coming back to Milwaukee. You left here with Josh Hader on your baseball team. You came back, and now you have no Josh Hader, and you're going to celebrate a team that lost the World Series. If that doesn't epitomize what the Brewers are all about, I don't know what is. It's not about trying to win right now. It's about trying to win in the future. It's about getting bites at the apple. That bites at the apple moniker is terrible. And the fact that you're hearing that come out of David Stearns' mouth should scare you. Because guess what? Even if David Stearns never leaves for the Big Apple like so many of us think he is, it doesn't matter. He's going to continue to look down the road. Looking down the road just doesn't make any sense. 
you have an opportunity to do something this year and you're looking three years down the road so that you can bring someone in to help you make the playoffs in three years, how about instead of worrying about 2025 and what's going to happen with that baseball team, you worry about what's going to happen with the 2022 baseball team? This is the team that's in it right now. There's no guarantee that that 2025 baseball team is going to be good. You have guys right now. And guess what might happen by 2025? Corbin Burns might be out the door. Brandon Woodruff might be out the door. I'm not exactly sure about Freddie, but Freddie Peralta might be out the door. So are you expecting Aaron Ashby to step up and give you Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns-type production? Are you expecting Robert Gasser to step in, this guy that you got in the Josh Hader trade? Are you expecting him to step in and give you Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Josh Hader production? Not Josh Hader. Freddie Peralta production? Is that really what you expect? Because I think getting these guys on the team at the same time is very, very unlikely again. To get guys like Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns and Freddie Peralta all on the same team, all at the same time, with multiple seasons of control while you can still afford them? Very unlikely. And for you to just operate like, oh, well, we can just kind of replicate this again down the road. Tim, we might never see a pitching staff as good as the Brewers have ever again in our lifetime. And, and they're looking four years down the road. That's what's getting me, because you have World Series pitching on your in your hand. You have World Series pitching, and you're wasting it. And it's going to go to waste more than likely. Because they want to look four years down the road, three years down the road, five years down the road. Bites I don't the care. Apple. Toby, let me ask you this. Bites you're, at the apple. You're, you're a Nationals fan. Yeah. We, we've, we've established that. Bites at the apple. They've, you know, traded away. They're, they're probably the best player. Yeah. But you have a World Series ring, right? It's worth it. Thank you. It's worth it, 100%. I had someone tweet me last night. I was, you know, joking about... Seeing Soto or something in a Padres uniform, he said, well, just give it up. You Washington fans, you know, they're going to suck for 40 to 50 years. And I tweeted at him a gif of them raising the World Series trophy. It's worth it. It's fine. I'm still living off that high, even though no one on that team is from that World Series team. I'll take 10 to 15 years of losing. Yeah, and that's where I think that they're so crazy that they think Brewers fans would just abandon them. That's not the case. Brewers fans have stuck by the Brewers thick and thin. When the Brewers were terrible... They're still putting 2 million people in the stands. When the Brewers are good, they're putting 2 million people in the stands. No matter what happens to this Brewers team, I bet you you're drawing over 2 million people. The Brewers could lose 100 games next year and they would draw 2 million people. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. So then why are they worried? Like, if they were literally worried about, well, we got to sell out the stadium, we got to make ourselves money, you're going to make money either way. I worked there when the Brewers were bad. And they were getting constantly. Oh, and so you leave and now they get good? 30,000. 30, yeah, people have said that before. <laughs> were you me. the problem, Tim? Oh, was I the problem? I, uh, the year I leave, they make the playoffs and one game short of a World Series. Yep, it was oh, me. It was man. all me. 414-677-1250. We'll get to some more of your phone calls here in just a second. But I want to hear from Devin Williams after the game last night. You heard what he had to say after the trade, before yesterday's game. But after hearing... After the game, I don't know. Someone's going to have to pull Devin Williams aside and talk to him, but it sure does not look great for Clubhouse Morale. Here's Devin Williams after the game last night. That streak was going to end sometime. Um, what, what do you think about just the circumstances of, of this one? I mean, the ending is the ending, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter to me. Um, you know, put a good swing on it. So it is what it is. It's also the first home run you've given up all season. So it's just, you know, that's not something that we've seen at all, you know, to see a hitter like that make that kind of contact off of you. Um, what did you think about the location of the pitch? Um, to be honest, I haven't looked at it yet. It was like 10 minutes ago. So I haven't looked at it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we put a good swing on, on a fastball up in the zone and got it out. Craig talked about yesterday about 7-10 comes around, game time comes around. 
turn the page, no problem with that. Has it just been a, kind of a weird couple of days around here with everything going on with the deadline? Um, I mean, it hasn't felt exactly normal yet, you know? Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're professionals and we get paid to perform. Did you tell yourself anything coming in? Anything different than usual? Just because of the no, weird week? Not at all. I mean, it's not like I haven't been in that situation before. I've done that multiple times this year where it's either a tie game or we have to lead, you know? So I approached it just like any other game, just got a different result today. Yikes. There you heard from Devin Williams after the game last night, courtesy of Adam McAlvey on Twitter. Not great. Not great. Same sort of attitude he had the other day. And, you know, I think there's a couple factors with that. One, you just lost a ball game. Two, you're the one that gave up the home run. Three, the media are immediately coming to you at your locker and asking you questions. And then I think the overarching thing is still the Josh Hader trade. All of that goes into it. Devin's going through it right now, so hopefully the Brewers, it'd be nice if they just got a laugher today. Just go out there and wallop the Pirates 10-1, to 1, please. That's the way to do it. Just go out there and crush the Pirates today so we can have something good to talk about with this Brewers team. 414-677-1250. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Tim Shea. More of the Bart Winkler Show comes up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 12.50 a.m., The Fan. It's the Bart Winkler Show. Toby Altizer alongside Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. It is 7 a.m., so that means it's the 7 a.m. Wendy's What's for Breakfast hour here on The Fan. Is it a Wendy's Breakfast Baconator combo day or a new Wendy's Hot Honey Chicken Biscuit combo day, sweet with a gig of heat? Any of the Wendy's breakfast combos, now you know what's for breakfast at Wendy's, 414-677-1250. Again, 414-677-1250. You want to hop in and talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's get out to Jacob on the south side. Jacob, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, fellas. I wanted to take it a step further. That previous caller, he's ready to boycott, man. I say, let's let's fight back. Take, the, take back the power. We should storm AmFam Field. It's going to be August 6th. 2022, the day everybody will remember, the day the revolution happened. We're taking Bernie's chalet. We're stealing nachos. We're going to go take uh, Prince Fielder's bat that we're still celebrating from 2008 for some reason. Let's do this thing, man. I don't know. I think that guy's just a little fired up. I know his InfoWars prophet is probably going through some uh, tough times right now. But on a serious note, man, I don't understand Brewers fans' takes. No. Me, I've been calling for them to rebuild because the World Series window was closed before the season even started. Uh, 
they don't have the offense. Unfortunately, they put all their chips in on what I thought were two pretty good bets in Yelich and Hira, and both those guys turned out to be below-average baseball players in the major leagues. So um, it is what it is. That's the way that it has to be because you're a small market. You just can't go get a bat um, and buy it off the market because this is a system that's rigged against you. So people are mad at Adonacio. People are mad at David Stearns. They're working within the system here. Adonacio is a businessman first. He's not going to put or take or lose a bunch of money putting in his, into payroll because he can't just make that back. They don't have the contract, the television contract. They don't have a salary cap. They have to try to make these things up here and there. So we're the idiots for thinking that we are playing on an even playing field. So I said I wanted to go ahead and rebuild. I said trade Hader, trade Woodruff, trade Burns. These guys all have insane value. What you do is you go all in on the rebuild, though. What they did with the Hater trade was absolutely stupid because it was a Herb Cole Bucks move where you try to take a little from the let's rebuild, a little from the let's stay competitive, and you water down both sides of those things. So let me ask you, Brewers fans, today, would you rather have the package they got for Hater or some team's best blue-chip prospect that's going to help you in two years? Right now, you're probably agreeing with me, but everybody just drinks the Kool-Aid left and right. So my general message is don't hate the player, hate the game. Thanks, guys. Jacob, appreciate it. 414-677-1250. I don't generally agree with what he has to say. I do get where he's coming from about saying that they need to rebuild. I get whatever. I disagree with that because you could trade Corbin Burns and bring in loads and loads of prospects. Chances are they're never going to be Corbin Burns. You can trade Brandon Woodruff and get loads and loads of prospects. Chances are they're not going to be Brandon Woodruff. So... Here's the thing. We talk about the Padres, right, and the moves that they made and them going all in and them getting Soto and Bell and Drury, all these guys, and that's exciting. Josh Hader as well. That's exciting for the Padres. I'm not saying the Brewers can do that, but they can go about getting all their bats, all their players, and bringing them in to try and compete. They're not going to be able to go get the Juan Sotos of the world probably especially after seeing the package that he got. Sorry, the Brewers weren't going to be able to match that. So if you're saying, how did they not go get Soto? Well, the Padres gave an offer that no other team in baseball would have been able to match. Literally no one else. I think the only way that a team could have matched it was throwing in lots of Major League talent that would have made their current Major League team worse. So they're not going to do that. They're trying to win a World Series. You're not going to make your current team worse to try and improve your team to win a World Series. Hmm, sounds like the Brewers made their own team worse trying to improve to win a World Series. But either way, they're not going to try and move Soto and move loads and loads of Major League talent that would cost them some of the depth and different things that they have at their Major League roster. So they went and traded a lot of prospects, and no one was going to be able to touch that. We get that. But the Brewers had guys. They could have maybe gone after a guy like Brandon Drury. Now, the Padres gave up a big-time prospect for him. Were the Brewers going to be able to match that? Maybe not. But there are other guys available. At some point, you got to make the move. you got to do something. I don't agree that this is a time to rebuild because you might trade away your top guys and get loads and loads of prospects. And to be fair to Jake's side, look, he might be right. Maybe you sell those guys and you end up with three, four, five prospects on both those guys, and you end up having a team that is just stacked. And we look at it and say, how in the world did the Brewers build that? And it's because you traded Corbin Burns, and it's because you traded Brandon Woodruff. I want to be fair to both sides here. That could happen. More than likely, though, what's going to happen is you're going to trade Brandon Woodruff, and you're going to trade Corbin Burns, and you're going to bring in prospects, and they're never going to live up to their full potential, at least not all of them, and you're going to end up with a team that looks at it and says, gosh, why would we get rid of Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns at the height of their careers when we could have maybe had a chance if we just went all in with that team? Chances are, in the next decade, you're probably not making a better team than what the Brewers have had last year and this year. Do you agree with that, Tim? Like They, they can look down the road and all these different things about bites at the apple, but th the reality is the team that they're going to have for that they had last season, the team they got this season, and the team they'll probably have next season and maybe the year after that, 
Like, this is a four-year window mm-hmm. that started last year. And to look four and five years down the road outside of that window and think about how you can maximize then is assuming that you can reach some sort of level similar to what you have these couple of years, and I don't think they're going to. I agree. I agree. I I, I just I don't like looking ahead because they're prospects. These guys, yeah, they're they're playing well now. But major league is a whole lot different than minor leagues. Well, and I'm fine at going with prospects. I am. And maybe they turn out to be studs. But when you have proven commodities like Corbin Burns, like Brandon Woodruff, like Freddie Peralta, like Josh Hader, those sort of things. You have World Series pitching. 100%. You like, go for you it. Can't, you can't lose this opportunity right now. You had to, I, I was convinced they were going to get a bat. I was so convinced they were going to get a bat. They didn't get anything. I would have been happy with a Mike Moustakis, a Whit Merrifield, um, Andrew Benatendi. I know he was signed earlier, but just something we didn't yeah. we didn't need the the you know the the big splash, the Juan Soto, or and even so, Otani. just don't get worse, right? Like right. don't take a step back, right? And that's essentially what they did. You know, even if you want to say like all oh, the other moves, so it's kind of lateral. I would say they still took a half step backwards. And what are you doing on a baseball team that's in first place in the NL Central and trying to win a World Series, taking a half step back? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I really don't get the direction of this baseball team if you're going to continue to look down the road when you have teams that I don't know that you're ever going to be able to get to this level again in the next four or five years. You should be able to do something next year, maybe the year after that, as long as you've got Burns and Woody in town, you should be able to put together a good baseball team. But if you're going to continue looking down the road, what's to give me any faith that Burns is going to be here long, that Woody's going to be here long, that when you have a team that needs that piece to get over the top, that you're not going to decide to sell then too. If I'm a baseball player and I have a chance to go play in Milwaukee or go play somewhere else, I'm choosing somewhere else. Because chances are that organization that I go to is going to be more into winning that season than the Milwaukee Brewers. You think Andrew McCutcheon would have signed with the Brewers if he knew that they were going to do this at the deadline? Probably not. He wanted to win a World Series, and he still does. So then what's he doing in Milwaukee on a team that probably doesn't seem to care that they can go on a run this year and try and win it? Doesn't seem like they care. 414-677-1250. We'll take a quick break here when we come back. We'll hear what Craig Council had to say after the game last night here on the Bart Winkler Show, talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm Toby Altizer. That's Tim Shea. More Brewers comes up next. 12.50 a.m., the fan is the Bart Winkler Show. Toby Altizer alongside Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios, talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. Going to finish up this hour, and then we'll get into some Packers talk. Rob Reichel from Forbes is going to join us coming up to start the 8 o'clock hour. So we'll talk with him about the Green Bay Packers and training camp. But wrapping up this discussion for now on the Milwaukee Brewers, I do want to hear what Craig Council had to say after the game last night. They lose to the Pirates. Here's Craig Council last night. Devin was so raw after the, the Josh trade. Um, was he in a good place uh, today? Did you talk with him at all going into this? Yeah. No, I, I think Devin's in a, in a good place for sure. Um no concerns. Those uh, those fastball readings, did, did they stand out to you, the, the, the velo tonight at all, or do you think it was okay? No no concerns. His, I mean, his streak, you know, you know eventually it's, yeah. it's going to end. Tonight is just a, a really tough circumstance for it to end, right, to a good hitter? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, that the, there was a – crazy game um you know we we weren't able to keep some runs off the board and weren't able to capitalize on a couple opportunities um you know early in the game um earlier in the game we had great uh eighth inning to that's um you know and Devin's been so so good you know there was there was a run coming somewhere <laughs> um which is it's always it's awful and impactful and unfortunately it happened and, and tonight you guys have been so high on, you know, not only Devin, but the bullpen arms that you added. Does that make it especially tough to just, you know, have this, have just a, a tough game tonight? Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, they just, I mean, I, th- 
I mean, I, I thought Matt Bush, you know, it's, it's an electric arm. It's, 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 I think we all saw that. Um, things didn't go his way tonight. He's a good addition. Um, and, uh, you know, we just, we didn't catch him. You know, I mean, Jake, uh, I thought he made some good pitches to Cruz and then kind of chops one through the infield and kind of hitting um, that they had some good at-bats against him after that. So, um just one of those games. It was it was a crazy game, and um, they did a nice job battling back. How about Rogers? That looked like the good slider that he's. Yeah, he had, a, he had a nice inning, and glad glad. I mean, I'm glad we're gonna able to get both guys in there. I know it didn't go the way Matt wanted it to go, but um, you know that that part's over, and uh, move on. Knowing you were probably gonna get a shorter appearance from Freddie, did you have like an order? in mind or did you just want to read the game again? no I, th I think it's yeah i mean they have so many left-hand hitters that um yeah we, we, it was a, just kind of a read where where freddie's kind of night ended as to, to who is the next guy um you know and it, it just it, any anytime you're going to go with a little bit of a spot start and know it's going to be a little shorter then it's you, you're going to have you know a lot of guys involved so no no surprises there and i, th I thought you know, we, we got matchups that we wanted to get. Um, they, they did a nice job. What did you think of Freddie tonight? I, I thought he was great, really good. Um, I mean, I thought the fastball was electric for sure. And, and, and he had, you know, you could tell he had guys kind of cheating on the fastball. Um, went through some good curveballs to the left-handed hitters, good change-ups to the left-handed hitters. Um, you know, the, the walks got him in trouble a little bit in the, in the, uh, in the third. But... Um, Overall, like, glad to get him out there and get him started. Mm -hmm. O'Neill Cruz has been a particular problem. Yeah. Do you have to revisit the report, or do you think this is just execution? No, we've just we've just made some mistakes. I mean, I mean, the Brett pitch was, um, the Suter pitch was just, you know, it was just a bad pitch. He he left it down instead of up. Did Omar come out? Was that just a, a spot for Vic? No, Omar has, Omar uh, suffered a quad strain. Um, and uh, we'll have to reevaluate that tomorrow. But um, you know, he, he's almost like he's likely he's he's going to be unavailable tomorrow, and we'll have to assess where he's at. Do you know when that happened? Uh, that happened rounding third. Um, you know, in the in the seventh, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe sooner. Maybe earlier than that. Maybe it's his last at bat. Okay. Yeah. A lot has happened this week, like with departures and bringing guys in that you that you like a lot. Just, just I don't know. What, what do you feel about just the clubhouse right now? Well, I mean, I look. I mean, this is a the, the season provides challenges, um, and the, the, the games just have provided challenges for us the last two nights, and um, they they beat us. We haven't we haven't gotten it done, and they they have. Um, you know, we've got to get back at it tomorrow and shortly have a game, 12 hours have a game again. There you heard from Craig Council after the game last night, and you heard them talking about O'Neill Cruz. That dude is killing the Brewers, Tim. They're just killing them. That, that home run that he hit last night? Smokes. <laughs> so against the Brewers this year, O'Neill Cruz, in 36 plate appearances, has five homers and 11 RBIs, two doubles. He struck out 15 times against the Brewers, but he still has a 265 batting average. So five home runs and 11 RBIs. This season, he only has eight home runs and 27 RBIs. So, And he also has 10 RBIs against the Cubs. So he has 21 against just the Brewers and the Cubs. Six against everyone else. Which, I can understand the Cubs. We get the Cubs. <laughs> I don't get how he's just destroying the Brewers, he but he does. He makes it look so effortless, too. There was one that he hit here at Amfam Field where he reached out, and, it, I mean, it, it almost hit the car. It doesn't make any sense because he comes to the plate, and it's like, all right, 208 batting average or 215 batting average, whatever it is. It's like, all right, we should be able to get this guy out. Next thing you know, it's going 10 rows deep in center field. But, I mean, that's that's the that's the crazy part about that, dude. Six foot seven shortstop. Six foot seven shortstop. With all that power, with all that speed, with that arm. I don't know what he's ever going to become if he ever, you know, gets that batting average up and fully lives up to the potential. But man, is he exciting to watch. 
He's so tall, and you're right. He does make it look effortless at times, and that's why it can be incredibly t- tough to pitch to him. And a guy like Aaron Judge, who's 6'8", is not a lot of guys have the reach like those guys. They can be in the other batter's box, and they can still put good wood on it. They can still get out there and hit that thing, unlike a lot of guys who, you know, they're reaching as far as they possibly can. Those dudes got long arms, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, it's impressive what they're able to do. But hopefully they can get O'Neill Cruz out today, and hopefully they can win a baseball game. I think the one positive out of this whole thing is that Freddie Peralta's back. I think that's literally it. I don't know that there's anything else you can get excited about. Freddie Peralta's back, so that's exciting. Everything else with the crew, pretty discouraging. 414-677-1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM. We'll take a quick break from some Brewers talk, talk some Green Bay Packers as training camp continues on up in Green Bay. We'll talk with Rob Reichel from Forbes.com, Conley Media, next here on the Bart Winkler Show with Toby Altizer and Tim Shea here on 1250 AM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 